Good evening, Merry Christmas and welcome. We are delighted to have you all here. We are delighted that everyone is in God's house tonight. If you have come from far off, welcome. If you have come from nearby, welcome. If you are a ne'er-do-well child who doesn't get home nearly often enough to see your parents or grandparents and are here, welcome. We are glad that everyone is here tonight. Uh, Christmas is for everyone. Christmas is for everyone. I have a friend who's a priest, and he and I were talking about the difference between Christmas and Easter, and he said, you know, Easter is for Christians. Easter is for believers. It's like an insider's day for those who already believe in the life, death, and resurrection. But he says, you know, Christmas is for everyone. And uh, as I have been out and about far too often at uh, the hell on earth that is Walmart 48 hours before Christmas, I believe fully that Christmas is for everyone because everyone is there. There's no one in their homes anywhere in our fair city of Florence. But it is. It's for everyone. It's the time of the year when the world actually sings our songs. It's the time of the year when the world sings the church's songs. Joy to the world. Hark the herald angels sing. You hear them out in the world. Christmas is for everyone. Look with me, if you will, at our gospel lesson from Luke, because I think this is what the angel is talking about. In verse 9, the angel of the Lord appears to them, to the shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. We all have heard the story a hundred times. And the angel appears to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good, no good news of great joy that will be for all people. For all people. See, friends, Christmas is for everyone. I was uh, joking with uh, one of my daughters uh, earlier in the weekend, and I told her, I said, You know, I only have three Christmas Eve sermons, one, two, and three. And she said, well, which one is tonight? And I said, well, it's number two. And she said, well, you need to give them some new stories and stuff to disguise it because you've been here 12 years and they're tired of your nonsense. <laughs> but some, sermon number two is this one. It's the angel of the Lord appearing and telling them that the angel is bringing them good news of great joy that is for all people. So those are the three things that I want you all to know tonight. This birth event is good news. It should bring us great joy, and it is for all people, even for the likes of you and for me. See, the word gospel actually means good news. This birth event actually happened. Jesus' life, death, and resurrection are historical facts, good news, not just some spiritual idea. It actually happened. Look at verse two, 1 and 2 at the beginning of our Luke thing. Luke goes to great, uh, great deliberation and great trouble to describe in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. 
This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor. He places it in a historical context because it actually happened. This past Sunday, Corey said in his sermon, Jesus is not a metaphor. He's not a good idea with helpful hints for living. He is a real historical person who came into the world to live and die as one of us, to live and die for us. Jesus was born. It is actual news. And it is interesting and worthy to note that God came into the world, the God of time and space and the universe came into the world in a small and intimate way. Born in small estate, born in a manger, humble, meager beginnings, nondescript, small. See, he's not just the God of the universe, not just a God of big. He is also the God of our lives, the God of our hopes and dreams. And he has hopes for you and for me as his people. He desires to be the God of our hearts personally, intimately, small. The angel goes on to say that this good news is news of great joy. And I fear that joy is something that we are missing in our lives and that we're missing in this world. And one of the reasons that we often miss joy is because joy sometimes sneaks up on us in small and interesting ways. Joy isn't always about the bigger and the bolder and the brighter. It's interesting that one of the biggest of our emotions often shows up in the smallest and most intimate of things. Think about the things that give you joy. Sitting in church tonight with your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, some of you. A look between you and someone you love that you haven't seen in a while. Having family home and together. Joy is significant and God's desire is that his joy might be in us and our joy might be full and complete. The third thing that the angel says is good news of great joy for all people. Christmas is indeed for everyone and it's because Jesus Christ is for everyone. He came into the world for all people. The gospel is available to all people. Our charge is to simply receive it and believe it and then to turn around and give it away to others. To share this good news. To share the love of Christ in large ways and in small and intimate ways ways. I want to challenge us, each of us, me, you, to think about small ways that we can share the love of Christ with our families, with our friends, with our neighbors, with those that desperately need to hear the good news of the gospel. Those who are looking desperately for joy and cannot seem to find it. Friends, it is Christmas. And Christmas is for everyone. Jesus Christ is for everyone. He is for all who would believe in him. His life, death, and resurrection are for everyone. You, me, and for everyone you meet. This 
birth event that we remember and celebrate tonight actually happened. God putting on flesh and coming into the world, it is real. It is good news of great joy and it is for all people. Friends, in the incarnation, in Jesus putting on flesh, the goodness of God has come into the world. The loving kindness of our Savior has appeared and has been made known to you and to me. Our job is simply to believe it and receive it and to reflect God's love to a world which desperately, desperately needs it. Friends, if you have never invited Christ into your heart, if you've been keeping God at arm's length for whatever reason, maybe tonight is the night that you ask the Holy Spirit to come into your heart in a more profound and powerful way. Friends, Jesus Christ is not a metaphor. Christianity is not a philosophy or a lifestyle choice. It is the truth of God himself coming into the world to save his people, and it is for everyone. Beloved of God, Jesus Christ was born to save you. He is a God of the small, the personal, and the intimate. You and I, brothers and sisters, we are God's very greatest treasure. You are God's very greatest treasure. You are his ultimate source of joy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.